Hello everyone, welcome back to the Living Hopeful podcast. I hope that you are having an amazing day or night whenever you are listening to this. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about perfectionism and how we're caught up in a culture that obsesses over over perfection, which is actually a trap for us to stop growing in our faith. This, like consciousness or like this coming to know of perfection being a problem is something that has only been revealed to me recently and something that only God has sort of um you know revealed to me um not not that long ago and so I feel like it is so relevant in our culture and in the world that we live in that we are obsessing over doing everything like a hundred percent right and that if we aren't then we are failing and that we're not good enough and that we need to continue to work and strive and improve until we reach that level of perfection which we never can because there's always something more there's always someone who's doing better there's always a higher level to achieve and the level of perfection is so subjective as well so striving for perfection is something that we're never going to be able to achieve because it's so grey the definition of perfection it's subjective to everyone and also how we can come to achieve that it's so it's such a gray area but it's something that our striving and our pursuing of perfection trips us up and traps us in a place where our faith is stagnant and that we're growing further away from God because we were never meant to be striving for or to be perfect God knows that us as human beings muck up and mess up and even if we are trying our hardest to be perfect we are always going to slip up and that's just the nature of being in a fallen world and being a human being and the only way that perfection can be achieved is through Jesus Christ which I will talk about so yeah today I'm going to be sort of talking about how perfection can become an idol and how society is portraying perfection and how we've sort of got to this place of striving for perfection and then also how we can recover from being a perfectionist and this is a very new journey for me so it's something that I don't have all the answers for ironic of the episode I'm not perfect but I really hope that this encourages you and if you are in this boat if you are struggling with your acts of trying to be perfect and of striving for this I pray that You'll get some encouragement from this episode and that God will be able to shed a light onto some things for you and that he will help you to get out of this place of 
striving for perfection. So yeah, that's all I really have to introduce. So let's just get right on into the episode. The first thing I want to talk about today is how perfectionism can become an idol and how it can creep in and come to dictate what we do and don't do, what we say, how we do things, and really can de- can determine the trajectory of our lives. And it's something that it's just just creeps in and we don't actually know that it's becoming an idol in our lives, which is what happens with so many things. I think when we look at idolatry in the Bible and what's taught about idolatry, the Israelites and the people of that time were battling with idolatry of physical things, whether that is making idols out of gold or silver or rocks or anything that I can really get their hands on. It is portrayed to us in a way that, oh, being an idol is literally just like worshipping and praising other gods or handmade gods or like whatever and it's not things like this where we like it's not you know like it can't be idolatry if there's not something physical that in its place but that isn't true when we idolize something and yeah when something becomes an idol in our lives it dictates our lives it determines what we do and perfectionism if we allow it to can definitely do that and as I said these sort of things can creep in on us and we aren't even aware that we make it an idol that we are allowing it to dictate our lives until we have this revelation of it and God has been speaking to me about this over the last couple of months and to the point where I didn't even know it was a problem I had no clue that I was a say perfectionist and that I had been using perfection as an idol until I was like there's been a couple of comments that have been passed and I was like oh like is this me? Like, no, like, surely I'm not a perfectionist. I've never put myself in that box. And society has always labeled perfectionism and and um, defined it sort of as OCD. And I'm not, I really don't want to upset anyone or by making this comparison. But when, like, sort of, culture and society have when people say oh, I'm so OCD and all this stuff it is talking about perfectionism and not the actual mental disorder of OCD but those sort of traits that we associate with these sort of things is having to have everything in a row everything in order everything like perfectly clean and nice and tidy but that's just the surface of perfectionism That is such surface level stuff. Perfectionism is us continually striving to, for everything that we do and everything that we are, to be at the highest level possible. And 
we don't even know half the time what that is. And often perfectionism is caused by comparison and is caused by us being like, oh my gosh, like their life is so perfect. It looks so perfect um, and everything. And we're like, well, if I like to be worth something and to be good enough, I need to be at that level. I need to be perfect like they are. And it becomes, a, it like plays a part in us in our identity. We start to question our worth and our identity because of our achievements and because of our performance. And we spiral down into this place of having such low self-esteem and such a low look on ourselves because of the place perfectionism holds in our lives. And I, yeah, as I said, I had no clue that this was the case with me. And it sort of started mulling over in my head that actually this might, this might be a problem, this might be something that I'm facing. When I was at work and we were um, prepping to for one of our charity shops to have, like, it had relocated and we're doing a big grand opening event. And the day before, which was a Friday, we, like in the afternoon, were like me, my boss and my boss's boss were all going over to the site to do like a final run through. And I, um, I don't know why this got left for the last minute, but I was cutting out vouchers for the events, which were given to the first 100 customers to get them a free coffee pretty much. And so my boss had printed them off and she's like, right, here you go, like go and like cut them. And it was taking me so long, man. I feel like it probably took like a solid two and a half hours for me to cut all of these vouchers. But the reason why it was taking me so long is because I was trying to be perfect with everything. I was trying to make sure it was perfectly straight. There was no white because the vouchers themselves were blue, but they were printed on white paper. So I had to make sure that like no like white was there and that everything was so perfect and neat and straight. And we it got to about half past 12 and I had probably about 20 left to do, but we needed to be over the other side of the city in half an hour. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get these done. Like, I need to get, you know. But I was continually just doing them perfectly because I was so... I think I was very paralyzed with the thought of, I'm going to disappoint my boss if these aren't perfect. But come to think of it, these little vouchers that were given at the event, literally no one's going to pay attention. They're going to get their free coffee and those vouchers were never going to be seen again. But I was still striving for perfectionism. And then my boss comes in and she's like, right, we're leaving in five minutes. And she looks at me and she's like, are you, are you trying to be perfect? And I'm like, no, I'm like, no, no, I'm just like cutting this. She's like, she's like, just, just do this. Just, just do the bare minimum. We need to, we need to go. Um, and her passing that comment to me was like, oh, maybe I am a perfectionist. Maybe, you know, I do like want things and strive for things to be perfect and I wasn't aware of that before and I think something else that when God revealed this to me and it became something that was on my mind was that I never let myself do what I know is I'm not going to be good at 
A really fantastic example of this is anything arty. Like I am not well talented in the worlds of arts and crafts. And although I do enjoy doing some of them, like I do, you know, occasionally enjoy like a paint by numbers or like, I don't know, something else. Um, I never let myself do it. And when it comes up when like I'm hanging out with friends or whatever and we decide to do something very arty, I just get really frustrated with myself and I don't allow myself to enjoy the process and just have fun. Um, And instead I just don't, I'm just like, all in my head the whole time and the last time this happened it was like the last I think it was like one of the last times that like my flat was hanging out together like our original flat members before two of them were moving out and we decided to do like a Bob Ross tutorial and if you've heard of Bob Ross you know that his art is incredible incredible, and is something of pure talent. And we were, you know, watching him do a step-by-step tutorial on how to, how to paint this, like, cabin by a lake sort of scene. And the others were, like, having fun and, like, doing it. And it doesn't help that two of them are very arty. And so theirs looked amazing. And then I looked down at mine and I just kept on getting so frustrated. And I was just like, I'm not having this. And I got so in my head that I, in the middle of it, I got so frustrated that I just stood up and walked to the kitchen, put it in the bin, and then went downstairs and went to my room and did not say a word. And I missed out on having fun with my friends and being in the moment because I was so paralyzed by perfection um and it has it is a real problem when it gets to that point and any point if you you know making an idol and all this stuff um but yeah it's been something that god has slowly shown me and is something that i've come to realize that it's become an idol and if you relate to any of this and if you may have not seen yourself as a perfectionist beforehand or having trouble with always needing to be perfect and you may be relating to me right now I want to encourage you that perfectionism is a lie and a trap from the enemy it perfectionism traps us and allows us and sorry perfectionism traps us and keeps us from being content with life. And it's a way, a method that the enemy uses to destroy us and to steal away our joy and our um, happiness and our contentment. Um, and it is an attack from the enemy. So I do want to encourage you that if you are feeling discouraged that, oh, like, yeah, I I totally relate to this like and you start you know beating yourself up over it like our our us striving and pursuing perfection is something that society has um communicated to us that we have to be doing and God doesn't want us to to question our worth or to question ourselves as a person 
because of any actions or sins that we do. Because our actions and our sins and our thoughts and all of this is separate from your worth as a person and your identity in God. Perfectionism doesn't have to define you anymore. There is freedom from it and God's the one that brings that freedom. The problem with perfectionism has been something that people have struggled with for years and is a problem that society has had for years. It's not something brand new just because we now compare ourselves to others on social media. It's been a problem. We, I feel like perfectionism is bred by discontentment of who we are and what we've become because of us comparing ourselves to other people. Society has been feeding us lies that being perfect is the only acceptable outcome, which, when we put it like this, is so silly because absolutely no one is perfect. We are incapable of being perfect in ourselves because we live in a fallen world and because of the because of sin in society because of sin in our world there's nothing that we can do to be perfect and this is why we need Jesus to save us because us slipping into sin and us being in a broken world has meant that we are unable to have relationship with God and that we are unable to be with God in heaven when we leave this earth because God is the definition of perfection and his glory and his power is so powerful and so mighty that if we have even the tiniest bit of sin and darkness in us his power and his glory his presence is too much for us to handle and so this is why in the Old Testament before Jesus saves us that only the priests and those high up in the synagogues and in the churches could communicate with God and that was that was like you could that only happened like once or twice a year and they had to see God through a curtain that they had to communicate with God through a curtain there was no possibility of them having a personal relationship with God because of God's perfection being too much for them and us in them being tainted by sin and when Jesus came and lived a perfect life which is something that a human alone could not do and then when he took our place for our sins God now sees us as the perfection and the righteousness of God of Christ and that's the only way that we're able to have a personal relationship with God that's the only way that we're able to be saved is because we are cloaked in his righteousness so 
Of course, no one is going to be perfect and striving for perfection is so unattainable. But society keeps on feeding us these lies. We're told that we need to have the perfect body, the perfect Instagram feed, the perfect clothes, perfect job, perfect relationships, perfect life. But the people who are feeding us this, celebrities and influencers, media, other people in your lives, they're not showing us the whole thing. They're only showing us an edited and fake reality. What you see of someone's life whether that is on social media or whether that is in person is only a snippet a just a a a grasp a small sliver of their reality and as you know because we all do this we fake it till we make it like you don't know what someone is facing at home or what's going on in their mind or what mistakes they have made in the past because they don't want to show that they don't want to be seen as anything but good and perfect and we can also do this just because we know in ourselves that we're not perfect and that we know that we've mucked up and we've done things that we aren't proud of You don't let other people know that because you don't want other people to know that. You don't want other people knowing your dirty business. And so having this perspective of actually, this is the reality for other people too. That what we see of other people is just the surface level. It's just what we want them to see. Masking ourselves and faking who we are is so easy to do. And it's only when you truly know someone that you come to realize that, hey, their life isn't perfect. And that's why people on social media and celebrities and influencers and all these people, you it looks like they have a perfect life because you don't know them. The more that you get to know a person and the more that a person gets to know you, you obviously you have to be vulnerable and that's when the the image of perfection is shattered because they are uncovering your dirt and your mess and what you're trying to hide and so realizing that when you when you when you catch yourself making comments like I wish I had the perfect life that they had or I wish I had a body like theirs or I wish that my relationships looked like this or anything is honestly really healing to catch yourself and just put on reality for a minute and just be like hang on this actually is on reality even if it looks perfect that definitely isn't the case and something that God has been teaching me through this journey that I've had is our definition of things on earth and his are completely different and of of everything and so is what is perfect to us and what's perfection to society is that perfect to God is that the same standard and most likely the answer is no and so if we're striving for perfection we're not striving for God we are not living as God wants us to 
And so being a perfectionist isn't something to boast about or be proud of. It's something that we need to recover from. It's something that we need to give up and we need to put our relationship with God and put our faith in that place where we once had perfection that we need to stop striving for perfection and start striving for Jesus with our whole being. Galatians 5 verse 6 says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. Whether someone is circumcised or uncircumcised in this context was what determined if you are one of God's people or not, whether you are one of the chosen or whether you are good enough sort of thing. Um, And if you weren't circumcised, then you were disregarded. You were seen as less than perfect. You were seen as less than worthy because that means that you weren't one of God's chosen people, that you are Gentile, that you're not Jew. And so what this verse is saying is that no matter who we are, no matter what we strive to do, no matter what we do, that's not going to count for anything. Our works and anything that we strive to achieve is not going to be the path that gets us through through in heaven. It's not going to guarantee us a place in heaven and it's not going to define us and put a stamp on us as oh yes like no matter what you do from now on you are perfect you you are good enough nothing matters apart from our faith and apart from our relationship with God God doesn't want us striving for perfection he wants us focusing on him and our faith and perfection has such a grasp over us, such a hold on us, but we have the hope that we have been freed from that. Grace, the grace of God has freed us from perfection. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 says, For he has made himself to be sin for us, who knew no sin, so that we might be made the righteousness of God. We, as I was saying earlier, we aren't defined by our mistakes and we aren't defined by our sin because God, through salvation and through the grace that God has given us, he sees us as perfection. He sees us as the righteousness of God. And so, yeah, nothing else matters and nothing that we can do can make us more perfect or can make us more worthy our works don't matter for any of that because by the grace of God we have already been bestowed righteousness upon so how can we recover from being a perfectionist how can we stop idolizing perfection and start striving for God again um the first point that I have is allowing yourself to do the things that you know you're terrible at and keep on doing that with me and my my obsession with being terrible with arts and crafts um I was randomly in Kmart the other day and saw like a punch needling kit 
um, for two dollars on clearance, and I was like, oh, like I've always wanted to try more crafty things, and like this is perfect. Like this, like steps me through how to do it, gives me an easy, easy project, all that stuff. And in the past, I would have been like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it because I'm not perfect. It's not going to turn out any good. But I decided to buy that, and I've been slowly doing it, and it's been. I can definitely see from the first bit that I did to the bits that I'm doing now, I have improved so much, but I know that I'm not going to be perfect at it. I know that there's going to be flaws, but I'm allowing myself to still do it and just have fun doing it and not matter if it's perfect or not. The second point that I have is self-compassion is the antidote to perfectionism. So be kind to yourself and love yourself for who you are and show the same compassion that you do to others to yourselves because the majority of the time we have so much more compassion for others as opposed to ourselves because we are our greatest critic and so putting into practice this self-compassion it's so hard but it is going to help us to recover recover from this and have perfectionism not have as much of a grasp over our lives so be kind to yourself when you when you make a mistake or when you mess up not to beat yourself up over it or anything like that just to take it as it is and just move on Remind yourself that the only one that is perfect is Jesus, even if the people around you look like they are perfect. Just constantly reminding yourself that perfection isn't something that I can ever achieve can help you just ground yourself on the ground yourself in reality. And as we say this over ourselves and as that getting gets ingrained into our mind and our soul we will stop pursuing it because we know that it's impossible and we know that it's not something that we should be striving for and it becomes second nature to not be tempted by striving for for perfection that we seem to be more and more okay with not being perfect. And the last point that I have is to take small steps and look back on at how far you've come often. Because when we're so forward and we're so all steam ahead and we are constantly striving for more and more and more and more, we don't realize how far we've come because we never look back. And something that has happened to me recently has caused me to look back at how far that I've come as a person and I've been looking back at my journey with depression that I have had similar circumstances come up that I have had in the past when when my depression was worse and I'm amazed at my responses and where my thoughts go um, compared to I don't know, a couple of years ago and I come to just be so grateful and so thankful for the transformational work that Jesus has done in my life and I start just being grateful for my life and being more content with it because I have realized how far I have come and looking back 
at things and seeing how much you've grown is such an encouragement and something that yeah just should encourage you to just just be yourself and just like continually work at what you can do because you know that you were better than you were than you was before um I think perfection is something that has really caught me in the in the workplace um something that I've been really struggling with and my boss has just continually been like to me look back at how far you've come like look back at all of your old advertisements and all your old campaign plans and all your own like graphic designs and see how much better that you are now than you were and realizing that yeah being perfect is not something that we can ever do um so yeah that's really the end of my episode that's all I really have to say thank you so much for listening I hope that you were encouraged by this episode or you got something out of it um as always um follow me on Instagram if you are not already just to get more content from me I guess um and get updates and whatever um because I do this as like a side thing and it doesn't give me any money and it's not something that I feel God um calling me to put a lot of effort like a lot of my time into um I just I don't have a schedule with posting these I just post them when I feel like God has something on my heart to share and that's okay and that just means that they're not going to be regular updates they're not going to be regular episodes but I still hope that you do stick around because I know that God's word is so powerful and so transformative and yeah I'm just so excited for what God's going to do through me um, in the future and I really hope you stick around for that but apart from that thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time